0: wanna well, welcome you all into episode 25 of Trojan Talk. I'm, uh, it's uh, s- scary and 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 surprising. I think we've got it through 25 episodes here, but uh, h- here we are. Start off with some uh, uh, talking to you guys. This, we have Cole Purvis today. We also have Josh Post first stepping in for Jeff Christianberry, who is always
1: willing to pinch hit for you, Zach.
0: Yeah, who's uh, who's out on vacation. We'll talk a little bit about that later. Start off with some boys lacrosse. Big win in overtime over Cape Elizabeth, 11 to 10. Cole, you and I did that game. Awesome. Uh, late uh, a fourth quarter goal and then an overtime goal by Rowan Flynn just talk a little bit about that game and what that means for the team this year.
2: Just a huge win and now they're a battle-tested team because they've gone through these these overtime games. They had the triple overtime game versus Scarborough and then they followed that up with the biggest one of the year over Cape, but it was the defense that made it all possible. They held Cape to their season low in goals and 10, which seems like a lot, but Cape can score a lot of goals. And uh, their defense made it all possible in a wild ending where Cape shot the ball and it went out of bounds with Mm -hmm. like 10 seconds left. And then a really clutch goal by Ethan LeBlanc to take it himself with seven seconds left and score. And it was just a crazy game. A lot of clutch plays. I don't know if they can do that again. They needed a lot of heroics to do it, but we'll Mm
0: -hmm. see. Yeah. And uh, Josh, you know, this team kind of Cape was kind of their enemy last year. They couldn't beat them. And then they lost them in the playoffs as well. What is what do you think this means for TA overall going towards the playoffs? Knowing that they can they can beat any team. In. I think
1: it's a huge momentum boost. Um, there looks like TA is probably going to be the number two seed going into mm-hmm. the Class A South playoffs. Cape, even though losing to TA is still going to retain that number one seed due to strength of schedule. Yeah. Uh, but you know I think for TA, you know it's a, it's a huge confidence booster. You know they've mm-hmm. won their first battle, but as, as we like to say, they've won the battle but not the war. So it looks like Cape might have the upper hand when it comes to the Class A South final if it comes to that point uh, in a sh- in a few short weeks.
0: Yeah we will talk about some girls' lacks as well. The 16 to five dominant win we had that one on TA TV over Biddeford. Coming in, uh, Biddeford had the better record. They got a nice win. They're six and four, looking towards the playoffs right now. TA girls right in the middle. Do you, you guys think that they have a good chance, you know, in the playoffs to to kind of make a run or win a couple of playoff games?
2: They're still in that second tier, but these blowout wins are really, really encouraging the mm-hmm. way that they've been playing, winning by, you know, eleven goals. And I think if Morgan Bulduck and Grace Verano can keep doing their thing and just scoring so many goals. Bulldog had six the last game. Yep. Uh, if they can carry them, they can pull up and off uh, pull off an upset in the playoffs. So it'll be exciting to see how far they go. Absolutely. I mean they can only
1: play the schedule that they're given. So yep. I mean they're winning mm-hmm. the games right now, so again they got to big one tonight uh, against Falmouth here in their senior night slash blackout game so that's gonna be a big one to look forward to and we'll kind of be a litmus test to see where the team stands here heading into the playoffs
0: yeah we'll finish it up by talking about some tennis tennis is now the smaa champions they went 12-0 this season and i know yesterday as well they just did um I think uh, Danny Menard and I f- figure the other players Eduardo, are Eduardo, Eduardo. They they uh, they won the doubles tournament. and They were playing. Ta was playing. Ta. so yeah. It didn't really matter who won, um, but just an overall uh, great season from them. Uh, Cole, I know you're on the tennis team. What uh, what is what is the feeling going into the playoffs, which is starting next Thursday? Well, it's a
2: big accomplishment to go 12 and 0 and win mm-hmm. the SMAA to be honest I don't even know what it's called what we want but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we were the best team in the regular season so that's good but uh we are missing some kids that are going back home so that's mm-hmm. really unfortunate uh, I just learned about that you know like last week so that was that's tough and uh some guys are gonna have to step up including me and uh we'll see how far we can go it's gonna be tough to beat Kenny Bunk without some of our best players but we had a great re- regular season and I think that's something to be proud of
0: yeah definitely a, a great overall season and and tennis is one of the highlights of this the spring season. We'll finish it up by just letting you know we have uh, at, at this point I don't know if the next episode one uh, that will be next week, but tonight we have girls lacrosse at home versus family at 7 p.m. We also have boys lacrosse versus Bond Eagle at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, which is their senior night, and that'll wrap up the regular season. And then we'll have some playoff games on TA TV hopefully in the next coming uh, next couple of weeks. Um, I know that the way it works is that uh, both uh, boys and girls lacrosse would have home games until like the finals, so we could have a lot of games on TA TV. We're be, gonna be busy here this spring yeah.
1: season. June's going to be a busy month for us.
0: Yep. Yeah. But uh, with that, we'll switch over to the professional side of sports. We have uh, talked about some Celtics winning game five. Now game six is tonight. Big game uh, at home. Celtics get a, get a nice win. That first half was close in game five. Second half uh, not as close. Derek White and Jalen Brown were my highlights from that game. Just want to get your guys' thoughts going to game six. Do you think the Celtics can win it? What do you think uh, this means for the team going, getting closer
2: to the finals? I, the Heat are just – they don't have a score. They can't finish mm-hmm. inside with all of, with Rob Williams back, who's been a huge difference maker bam out of bio he's gonna have to do something tonight i mean he's been completely shut down by rob williams it's more about the heat and just the little confidence that i have in them and it's mm-hmm. a little annoying as somebody that doesn't like the celtics but i mean it's going to be a great finals if it's celtics warriors and we'll talk about that next week but yeah i think the celtics will close it out tonight i'd be shocked if they didn't yeah i think they close it
1: out tonight i saw a really interesting stat on twitter yesterday which was the in the regular season the heat's three lowest field goal percentage games out of 82 games we're all against the Celtics. Yeah. So I think, you know, this, you know, kind of statistical analysis, if you look back at it, this isn't really shocking. You know, the Celtics just match up really well with the Heat. And in the NBA, sometimes it's just about matchups. Yep. Um, and as Cole said, you know, the Heat just don't have a dedicated score. Something's going on with Jimmy Butler. You know, he sat mm-hmm. out the second half of one game already this series. Mm-hmm. He he's he was their go-to guy as it was. You know, Kyle Lowry's coming back from a really long absence. He doesn't look like he's fully back hundred percent. And as, as uh, Cole said too about Bam, it's like he had a great game, but then he is off game. So it's like yep. if he's unpredictable again tonight, uh, you know, I look for the Celtics to roll yeah, and, and they go need, to the finals.
2: They need Tyler Hero back, and they need him to do something yeah. big tonight to give him a spark. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting game 6. I think in
0: Boston, I think Boston has. I don't think that that's much of a question. Um but we I want to actually have a crowd in Boston. I know, know yeah, I mean. right, yeah. Um I want to talk a little bit about the Celtics a little more about this time more on the injury side. I know that throughout the first even like the three series we haven't had Marcus Smart some games, we haven't had Robert Williams some games. And I want to ask you this question. This is kind of kind of an odd question, but do you think that the Celtics still being able to win without, you know, Rob Williams and Marcus Smart? Do you think that says Good things about Tatum and Brown and the team without them, or do you think that says bad things about, like, well, Marcus Smart and Rob Williams aren't really needed?
1: I think it just speaks to the Celtics' depth. You know, they can overcome injuries Mm -hmm. to significant starters. You know, I I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. And like you said, you know, it does make Tatum and Brown have to elevate their games a little bit. Um, And certainly, you know, I think they've risen to the occasion throughout the playoffs so far. Um, They've definitely had, I think, the toughest three you know, series of the entire playoffs of any team in the NBA, you know, going through the nets who again had their issues, but were still very talented. Milwaukee, again, the reigning NBA champs who had been there done it before and have, you know, arguably the best player in the NBA. And now again, taking it to the heat here who had home court advantage and the number one seed. And again, throughout all three series, they've been very convincing. Uh, So again, I think it just kind of speaks to their depth and that they can roll, you know, eight, nine guys in the layout, in the lineup, excuse me, uh, and really not skip a beat.
2: Yeah, I mean, Smart's definitely a key player, and he definitely makes them a whole lot better. But yeah, I want to give credit to Jalen Brown, who's been incredible this postseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's shooting, driving the ball, he's unstoppable when he gets downhill. He had a big dunk versus Miami. But yeah, it's been it's been Tatum and Brown leading the way, but. Rob Williams has been so impressive, and I think I they do have depth. That's definitely true, but they are so much better with Rob Williams out there. Absolutely, yeah. Jalen is, just needs to remember how to dribble the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, we're going to talk about some uh, some hockey right now. The Panthers uh, are swept by the Lightning, which was a surprise to a lot of people, uh, calling it the presence Trophy curse. Um, but the question I want to ask you guys is: I know that we, you know, Tampa Bay is one of those sports dynasties. They're looking to get their third uh, championship in a row, and I want to ask you. What would you guys consider a sports dynasty? I know that sometimes it's a few, you know, series wins. Sometimes it's, you know, they win six years in a row. Are there any sports dynasties that you think are are better than others, you know, in in like they were good for 10 years, they are good for 20 years, something like that?
1: I mean, for me, it's like I, I think a dynasty represents continued success, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't measure it over necessarily a three to five year period. Some might. Uh, but, you know, like, you know, using obviously the most recent, you know, dynasty quote unquote, here is, you know, the Patriots, you know, mm-hmm. they had a really strong 20 year run with Tom Brady. You know, I think even though they didn't win it every year, that's a 20 year run of dynasty, you know, yep. and certainly they had little pockets of dynasties in between from 01 to 04. They won three out of four mm-hmm. Super Bowls. Um, you know, I think Tampa Bay Lightning here have a really good chance to be the next sports dynasty. You know, if they win this year, which, you know, looks like they are, yeah. um, you know, maybe, maybe not, but, you know, I think there's obviously the Oilers are going to have something to say about it. But yeah, you know, if Tampa Bay can pull it off, you know, three in a row, that is absolutely a dynasty.
2: Yeah. Cool. I mean, I, you think about Jordan's Bulls, the Patriots. I don't know if the Warriors are there yet. I hope they can. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, those are the real dynasties. And I think people get mad at Tampa Bay for going out and paying for players. But, I mean – I would too. It's kind of like what the Rams are doing, what the Dodgers are doing. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if they can win three in a row. That would be wild here, three years in a row. The Lightning win, but yeah, it's only happened see. one time. I think it was the Islanders in the early '80s, mm-hmm. and that was mm-hmm. that team was that
0: team was good. But it's like it's it's one of those things that just doesn't happen a lot. You know, twice yeah. is 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 good, but three times is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We also have uh, the Warriors won last night. Cole, we all you know we all know here. You're a big Warriors fan. Just tell us about the that game and uh, and uh, what
2: you. Uh, what you think the, the, this final is going to be for the Warriors? Well, if we flash back to 2019, it was a very painful loss to the Raptors. And I thought seeing Steph and Draymond on the floor, knowing it was over, I thought that was it for mm-hmm. uh, their run. But they're back. And, I mean, it's so impressive that they retooled. You can just say, well, they were injured and they just had to get healthy again. But, I mean, they have the best GM in the NBA. To be able to draft Jordan Poole, Draft it, bring in Andrew Wiggins, who's carved out quite a role for himself. He was arguably the best player in the series at times with his defense on Luka. Um, and his scoring. And Clay Thompson, he is not washed. He can still play and shoot the three. He had 32 last night. Of course, he's not going to be consistent, but he can give you those vintage games, and he's still a good defender. He hasn't really lost that much. He's not an all-star, but I've been so impressed with Clay and guys like Kevon Looney, Moses Moody, the rookie, who had a great game last night. It's just so impressive how they've been able to retool, and they're back. I mean, I cannot believe. I I thought the run was over, but it's not, and I could not be happier. What do you say to
0: those people, Cole, that said that uh, the Warriors may
2: have gotten an easy easy matchup in, in the Conference Finals versus the Mavs? Well, Dallas completely dismantled Phoenix in Game 7, and I would have liked to have seen how a Golden State-Phoenix matchup went, but Golden State handled them easily. I mean, they're going to play who's in front of them, and they, they beat the Nuggets in 5, they beat the Grizzlies in 6, who are still a good team, even without Jaw, and then beat the they beat the Mavs so easily. I mean, they yeah. were so much better than the Mavs, so... Um, I mean, yeah, it was a little bit of an easy schedule, but we're gonna play who's in front of us, and we dominated them. It's not like these teams had us on the ropes at all. It yeah, was easy right, the whole right.
0: way. I know. I know. We said we would talk about uh, the finals preview um, next week, but I want to get you guys' quick thoughts. If you had to pick a series win, Warriors Celtics, what do you get? What's the how? Who wins and how many games?
2: You. I'm going with the Warriors, of course. <laughs> I can't pick against how, them. How many games? Uh, Six or seven. I'll think about it. Okay. And I'll
1: go Celtics in seven because, again, Boston is going to have home court advantage in this. They are the higher seed. Will, will they? I, no, I thought no, they uh, won't. They is the Warriors it, is go it, is back it, and forth, Western the, Conference, Eastern Conference.
2: No, the Warriors had the better regular season record. It's the record, yeah. It's so
1: the record. there's something we could send to Adam Silver this summer. we got to fix that. Yeah. I, Warriors th-
2: had the better record, though. I mean, they uh, would have been the one seed in the East, or I think they had the exact same amount of wins as the Heat. But, yeah, they're going to get home court. Right, Celtics
1: in six. I amend my my, my All statement. All right, Celtics in six. Great.
0: All right, and we'll finish uh, this one up before pick the winners. We're going to talk about the the Red Sox. So terrible, terrible start to the season. I know that we've talked about them before. With you know they were like one and four to start the season, mm-hmm. and it got really bad. Six game winning streak got snapped last night uh, to the White Sox. or yet last afternoon, but Trevor Story three home runs in one game. He's really been looking a lot better. What do you think the Red Sox have to do to kind of? push through this slump and, and, and get some wins and, yeah. and on well, the sheet
1: last podcast i was on with you guys i said trevor story could lead the league in doubles now yeah. i want you guys to think about this for a second with story he had a slow start in the regular season but he did not play in spring training Yep, he did not play so again i think of that first month as like his spring training he was getting acclimated whole new culture you know that's a lot for a person to take in so i think now that he's obviously gotten comfortable he's adjusted he's ready you know he's warming up here with the warmer weather um again last night he had a Uh, another home run another three-run bomb they won 16 to 7 you know they're coming back to Fenway tonight they've got tons of momentum they're they're in a really good spot offensively um you know I think story is really coming on and again he's going to have a really dominant rest of the season I think he's he's primed for a huge season um the pitching staffs can be the big question for the Sox you know I I think they've got some arms in triple-a uh that they're gonna call up sooner rather than later I think Brian Bellow Uh, who's a starting pitcher. He's 21 years old. Mm -hmm. He's throwing gas down at Worcester right now. I mean, he's going to be called up by July 1st. Um, They've got James Paxton is looking good now. Again, he's getting back in. He had some discomfort in his arm. He's Mm -hmm. coming back. Sale has thrown a BP, uh, a simulated BP again today down in Fort Myers. So they've got some arms ready to go. It's like they don't yeah. have to make an off se- uh excuse me, midseason acquisition at the pitching department. They've got guys primed in the minors in an extended spring training. So I think they're going to be fine at that front as long as they can avoid the injury bug right now. Yeah. Again, as- assuming they can all stay healthy, which is a huge if, um, they- they're-, they're looking really good. I think, you know, if you're an American League team right now, you're like, I do not want to play the Sox. Mm-hmm. You know, that offense is clicking again. Their pitching staff is going to mm-hmm. continue to avoid. And improve as the season progresses. And again, a lot of these guys—if you think about—if you go up and down the Red Sox lineup, they're all in their prime right now. I mean, yeah, this is a really mm-hmm. dangerous lineup. I would not want to face if I was another American League team.
2: Yeah, I hope you're right about the pitching. And it's just crazy to go from the disappointment at the mm-hmm. beginning of the season—they were so—they were—they were giving games away. They were like—they so, were, well, were, they were, and they were games games just kept blowing games. Were, were they like 12 and 20 at one point? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mean, they've,
1: they've ripped off I think nine out of their last 12. They've won, and yeah. they're they're just on a good streak. I mean, they're swinging well. Yeah. They're seeing the pitches well. Um, and again, it's it's it was funny. I saw a comment from the other night from uh, the Chicago starter. I forget his name, but he was like, "I think I was tipping pitches." Like they've literally got people in their heads, thinking oh, yeah. like they're tipping pitches because they're hitting the ball that well. Yeah. So that's a really good sign.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I think they have depth too. They have a lot of they. I, the one thing I saw when they were losing a lot of games, they were moving a lot of guys in to see mm-hmm, what that lineup mm-hmm. was going to be like. Um, but it's good to have you know all those guys are playing. There's no injuries right now. Not not a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's looking good. But. I mean, I don't know. They're they're in probably one of the toughest divisions. Yeah. Which it's just it's the worst thing to have in a year like this when you started so so poorly. But um, you know we got a lot of games left. there's there's 162. 162. We're only
1: like 40 in, so we got a whole season to go here. We got three fourths to go.
0: Yep. All right, we're gonna finish up this episode with the pick the winners this week, Josh. You will uh, you'll take uh, Jeff's spot. Uh, only four games this week because there's not a lot of uh, action left. We'll start it off uh, with tonight. We have the Colorado Avalanche at the St. Louis Blues. Avalanche are up three two in the series. It's at St. Louis.
2: What do you have for that game?
1: Uh, I'm going to go Colorado. You know, I, I know there's some bad blood between the teams right now, but, you know, I, I think Colorado is, is going to take care of business.
2: I'll go with St. Louis.
0: All right. So Colt's just trying to go against us. I'm <laughs> going to stick with the abs. I'm a big Nathan McKinnon guy. I think they're going to win in yep. St. Louis tonight. Mm-hmm. All right. Obviously, the big one, uh, Heat at the Celtics tonight. Who you guys got? Celtics. Celtics oh, by 20. Oh, I don't know if we can do that, but we'll, we'll give uh, – I'm we'll
1: putting g- in – yeah, we'll do, we'll do plus minus two here. Plus, plus minus for extra points. <laughs> All
0: right. And then we also have, uh, coming up, we have the Game 6, the Carolina Hurricanes at the New York Rangers. This will be on Saturday. Uh, the Rangers could not win in Carolina last night. They're going home uh, with Carolina looking to finish off that series. Mm-hmm. Who you guys got?
1: Um, I, I want to stick with Carolina Um, I know you've got some Ranger blood in your family there yep. Zach but uh-huh. I, I'm going to say Carolina pulls it out
0: me too Carolina I'm going to say Rangers I just feel like this whole like home and away thing has just been killing the mm. hurricanes and then finally so this one we'll give a little shout out to, to, to Jeff Christianberry he's uh, headed over to Paris to watch the uh, Champions League final, Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Uh, we have this one on our on our on our, our list here, and he told us that if we picked Real Madrid, we wouldn't be on the podcast anymore. So he did say that. He did say that. So I <laughs> am going to stay with Liverpool winning this game. <laughs> but I think I think truthfully, I think Liverpool is a better team than Real Madrid. I think they they'll win uh, a game like this. So I'm I'm going to pick Liverpool. What do you guys got?
1: Oh, I've got Liverpool too. I, I think
2: they'll they'll not dominate, but I, I bet you'll be like 2-1. one. Yep. I know zero about soccer. I kind of want to pick. Real Madrid. See, but what what will Jeff? was good
1: having you as a host. Uh, yeah, year, we'll, we'll so see. So it's uh, good to be uh, here. We'll, we'll find yeah. a new person for you next year.
2: No, I'll pick. I'll pick Liverpool. I'll make him uh. happy. <laughs> so you know what
0: would be really funny is if if they don't win and Jeff comes back and he just doesn't want to do the podcast anymore because <laughs> he won't just talk so about upset. it
1: if he comes. If I mean he went to Paris. I mean he yeah. flew halfway around the world, world. for this. Game. Yeah, uh, they better win. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that would that would be fun. All right, well that's gonna do it for episode twenty-five. I know it was a little shorter than usual, but we'll have definitely big finals preview next week and hopefully some playoff uh, TA sports talk for, for the spring. So I want to thank you all for watching episode 25 and we'll see you all next week.